Episode 127 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. And we are getting into the big pay-per-view going down this Memorial Day weekend in Las Vegas. It's Sunday. It's double or nothing. So we're taking a little breather from our deep dive series that Gary has been um, helping us out with as we get... Uh, prepared for Crusher Fest coming up this June 3rd and 4th. And actually, Matt is in Sin City himself, so he won't be joining us tonight. So let's hear who we're talking to this evening. He's over in Glendale. He always keeps it regal. And his name is Steve Grobschmidt. What up, Grabby? It's only appropriate given what we're about to discuss later. But glorious. No, I won't <laughs> give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend. I will defend. Nice. And I will. And I will. But we'll get to that. That really got the people going. And I mean, that was just a really fun time in NXT when that uh, when that song was going on. It really made that guy oh. more than he really was. But you know, I'm okay with it. Who cares? Yeah, it, was it NXT. did. Yeah. Like, let's go. I miss NXT. Got me up. I miss NXT. And they use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use it a lot in hockey too. Like the Nashville Predators. I think uh, they use. That oh a yeah. Lot in yeah. Their, uh, uh, stuff. So I just love when other sports use it. It's fun. That's why I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's good shit. I mean, you hear the you hear the woo every once in a while and uh, yeah at a sporting event. But I uh, I I went to one brewer game this year and I forget which brewery it was, but every time he came to the plate, he had John Cena's. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It is good. And then uh, some dude actually used Razor Ramones uh, nice. intro music, which was so oh, badass. Nice. So, yeah, if I was a pro, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, you know. Hard to do better than that. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, you heard him. He's over in Ohio, the man with the golden pipes. It is Gary Williams joining us. What up, Gary? Don't go mess with a country boy, country boy, <laughs> country boy. Don't go mess with a country boy, country boy, country boy. When I was a little bit of boy, baby, I cut my teeth on a big old tree. Mama filled my bottle with a moonshine steel. My first meal was the best he killed. Best he killed, the best he killed. My first meal was the best he killed. Now, if you were the real hillbilly, Jim, you would do the entire song and take over the whole show like he did when he was in the Hall of Fame. I would, but <laughs> I I chose to only do uh, the chorus and verse one. Thank you. Leaving the but rest was, for all of you. It's beautiful. That was the best impression I could do for him. He was actually a really good singer. Like I I did a little research on on him singing his own theme song, um, and he was he's got a very good voice. But yes, he was not afraid to sing the whole song. That's for sure. Very long winded indeed. Uh, Hillbilly Jim was at the Hall of Fame and. Thanks for keeping it a little short, but yeah, it's a it's a good little tune to get us uh, going for tonight's prediction. Get our show. juices going. Get just got to get our juices going. Yeah, and speaking of juices going, 
the prodigal son <laughs> returns oh my god it's charlie michael joining us tonight what up charlie what up homicidal suicidal genocidal oh, oh my god it's sabu how appropriate my joey styles voice that was so that was that was pretty cool i didn't see it live i was following the text thread with you fellas and i was like holy shit they brought back sabu oh my yeah. god and, and he actually looked pretty good i thought considering yeah. the problems mm-hmm. he's been through and whatnot he looked pretty good yeah well well we're gonna get to the reason why they did bring him back um for double or nothing and who he will be the enforcer for uh later when we run down the car for our prediction show and these are always really really fun shows but before we get into it we lost uh an iconic wrestler and pretty much the reason why wrestlers are referred to as superstars is because of this man Mm. it was superstar billy graham who passed away uh just recently it could have been yeah it was about a week ago wasn't it wednesday is uh, they announced it on air at dynamite so we're recording tonight on thursday so it's a little over a week but this was a significant loss to the business because this was a guy um, who is a real trailblazer. And I know, Gary, you have more to say on it that uh, a lot of people, you know, kind of bit off of his gimmicks or yeah. his style or his, and anything. What do you what do you what do you think, Gary? Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of summarize his career in, in just a few moments, um, I, I think it would it would not necessarily do it justice, but in the same token, you know, given time tonight, I just, I just felt it was important that we just took a a moment um, to just kind of recognize kind of his contributions because, you know, in a lot of ways, um, superstar represented the transformation of wrestling from these kind of more, I mean, if you want to just imagine like the crusher, right. The crusher was the big bear belly, the Dick, the bruiser, these brawling kind of guys. And, at the funk brothers all you know you go back really back into the 60s and 70s a lot of these guys were were much more uh, brawler types uh even bruno san martino even though he was pretty well put together he he really didn't weight lift that much superstar billy graham was the very first one to really break the mold of what a traditional wrestler looked like and he went and he became a larger than life entertainer and of course he got his start really big time in the with Vince senior in the WWF in 1977 beating Bruno San Martino was just, it was a huge deal. It is interesting to note that um, between his winning the championship on April 30th of 1977 to when he lost in February of 78 to Bob Backlund, he, you know, he kind of never was the same again. Um, And it was very unfortunate because um, he took, that title loss very personally and didn't he couldn't understand why they would take the belt off him but he was a heel and he was getting babyface reaction at the time they just could not put the two and two together and so they felt like they had to move the title from the heel to the babyface and it's old school business thinking and even vince mcmahon jr in later interviews admits there was a flaw and a failure in that thought process. The problem was Billy Graham did not handle it well. And because of that, he really kind of spiraled into a lot of things. He ended up with a lot of drug and alcohol abuse. He he went on a couple different runs with first with the NWA, but then kind of back to the WWF. Then he took on this karate gimmick and all this other stuff. And 
but he just never, never, ever recovered. And, and even past, you know, when he got inducted into the hall of fame, I think there was still just a lot of, of, you know, some resentment and bitterness. And one of the key pieces was in uh, 2004 um, when he had to have a liver transplant. And I think the wrestling world kind of rallied around him again, but, um, but yes, I mean, I don't know you guys, uh, Charlie and Steve, you, 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 as well as I do know, like Hogan, Flair, I mean, the list goes on and on of the guys who mimicked him and um, he just, you know, it's, it's a sad loss, uh, but he truly was a groundbreaker. Yeah. yeah you look Jesse. at those pictures of him from like the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse. Exactly. Yep. He just looked like the thing you said, like there was these guys that had a look and he was like chiseled out of granite. I mean, mm-hmm. Just kind of unprecedented at the time. Best friends with Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> you know, really unique. I mean, but yeah, what do you remember about him, Charlie? Oh, yeah, I just, you know, like you said, he had the physique. Um, at that time, I didn't know till later that, you know, everybody, like Jesse stole from him, mm-hmm. uh, Dusty stole his style, Hogan, uh, yes. mm-hmm. all those guys Dusty uh, too. That's stole, right. stole a lot from him. His, his promo style and everything, you know, yes. superstar. He was just the first, you know, the first physique, the first body and uh, bodybuilding great wrestler. You know, like you were saying, the sad part is that, you know, he did get upset about uh, losing the title. But, you know, the whole deal was uh, McMahon Sr. gave it to him. He he told him the date he was going to lose it. And he didn't want to he didn't want to drop it because he was getting face reactions. And like you said, Mm -hmm. I think if Vince Vince Jr. would have been running it, he might have changed the the plan on and he would have became he would have became he would have become a face and and been over big time but you know jesse was like yeah he was a trailblazer you know he might not have all the titles like a lot of the guys but a lot of guys stole from him a yeah. lot of people charlie that you make you bring up a great point his promo style was completely it was awesome it was Different, a lot of yep. a lot of um a lot of rhymes a lot of lyrics he p- patterned after muhammad ali w- yep. which we know dusty also mimicked but he really did learn it from super oh, st- graham yep yeah, there was a story I heard last week that um, busted open where uh, I forget who he was with. I think one of the photographers, and they were at uh, his place in New York when he was kind of done. And they go, oh, let's watch uh, wrestling from Florida. And Dusty was on. He was like, God, oh, he stole my stuff. He stole yeah. my gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that that is the thing about him that I do, you know, when, you know, to your point, Charlie, I watched a couple um I watched a couple interviews with him and boy, he just was super sensitive and it's hard to believe, uh, especially in the wrestling business. But when you take things personally like that, it it can't go well. I mean, in anything that we do, like he just really struggled with not getting all of the, the, the homage that he felt like he deserved. And, and I think that that really led to him being so super bitter. Yeah, if you're yeah. sensitive in the wrestling business, it doesn't really go well. Another guy would be kind of like the ultimate warrior, too. Yeah, uh, yes. great, great analogy. He, another one. Yeah, where everybody, you know, everybody thinks or he thinks that everybody owes him something and he's the mm-hmm. best. But I mean, I, I Billy Graham was a little bit before my time, but I do remember seeing him uh, probably in the karate gimmick. But yeah. I did go back and watch more. But I do remember being just fascinated by the guy. Literally looked like he had baseballs in for biceps. Yeah. His arm. It blew well, my mind when I was little. He, I was like, I've never he, seen anything like that. He he coined the phrase 
22 inch pythons and then huh. okay. but it was hogan who actually yeah, yeah took it to the next inch. level and he went to 20 inch. yeah he went to 24 inches and so um but yeah. vince mcmahon is quoted as saying and this is how this is how fragile someone's career can be but i they there are many people who believe that had billy graham um had handled his situation correctly he would have been hulk hogan what hulk hogan became because yeah, he, he was that, that yeah yeah he was that he was that kind of person but because he didn't handle it well he, he just he went he just kind of like went off into never and Everland, and then well they didn't trust him next man up and here comes here comes hogan well, well then think about that too if they did try to make that guy to be out what Hulk Hogan was and he couldn't handle that kind of pressure and responsibility. We don't even know what the landscape of wrestling would even look like today. So <laughs> yeah, kind of interesting. That was, that was also the warrior. He was supposed to be the heir apparent. Exactly. And Very good. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So, so anyways, I appreciate good, the time. Stuff. I think it was good for the fans to kind of just, you know, hear a little bit about him. And I, I, he's got a, there's a great um, piece on Peacock on, uh, on WWE. Um, they, they did a really, it was called 20 years before his time. It was actually a really well done um, snapshot because, and the WWE did not need to uh, do something nice for him. I mean, he, I, I think that they, they did give him a chance to kind of say like, Hey, you know, I, you're right. You know, I probably did things a little differently in the wrong way, but, uh, it was a very well, a very good piece. Um, so I encourage people to, to take a look at it. Yeah, we should, it'll be good, but yeah, God rest, uh, his soul, superstar, Billy Graham, wherever you are, Keep it Triple H, brother. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a prediction show to get to. Like I said, it's happening this Sunday in Las Vegas. It's double or nothing. Uh, this is their kind of quote-unquote WrestleMania of AEW that's debatable. I always think it's all in or all out. That's the WrestleMania. But this is like their flagship show. So this is pretty big. And to be quite honest, folks, I've been so dialed in the hockey that I don't even know how my picks are going to go tonight. But if you haven't listened to the prediction shows in the past, this is how they work. Each of the boys pick the winner of each match on the card. We debate. We try to offset each other by maybe um, if, if a lot of the guys pick one person to win this match, you might want to steal because ultimately you want to become King Booker of Keep the Kayfabe. And we've never had a perfect card picked. We've had almost perfect records. I think maybe one fault flaw, but we're still searching for that perfect record. And it could be tonight. And we got a bunch of experts on the panel tonight. So I can't wait to get to it. So part of the um, game too is you kind of want to see what everybody else picks uh, so you can then steal. So you kind of want to go last. So you want to see who everybody else does first. And the way that we do that is past King Booker, who is Steve, current uh, champ. <laughs> he will make up a little rule for us all to guess. And whoever gets it right, we will have the option to go last. So Steve, take her away. All right. I'm going to ask a trivia question. And I want whoever wants to take the guess to hold their hand up. And whoever does it first, to get the first shot. Um, 
So here's the question. So we all know, or maybe we do, that WCW had an 83-week run, number one, and then WWE took back over. Raw took back over. And then WCW actually got back, and they started a six-week run back on top. But they put a special match on that was the one that wound up getting them number one again. And my first question is, what was that match that was the main event that that had Mongo ratings that put him back number one. Uh, was that you, Charlie? You, you did, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, I think Sting Hogan. That's not correct. Oh. Gary? Was it Hogan Goldberg? It was Hogan Goldberg. Oh, and Goldberg <laughs> beat him for the title, which is one of those, like, they did it to get the ratings back, but... Uh, they kind of blew their wad a little bit because it was like a pay-per-view worthy match. And they, they kind in the of Georgia Dome in the Georgia Dome, huge. And then they went six weeks and then that was the last of it. But yes, that was my question. And Gary is got it. So, all right, we so shall Gary, move on. You get the luxury to go last. So, all right. So we got nine matches to run down tonight. And uh, we talked a little bit about, alcohol and drug abuse so let's go to the adam cole versus chris jericho match with sabu who will serve as special guest enforcer this is the guy that they brought out this past uh evening on dynamite an ecw legend and this could i'm kind of worried about the guy i mean i know i know sabu is kind of hard up for money and it's kind of nice that tony is throwing him a bone like this at a huge opportunity i know the fans are really pumped about it i just hope he doesn't get hurt it could be, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's, chances are he's going to get hurt. So it will can sell I, tickets. So can I ask hurt. a question just for background quick? Because they kind of glossed over it. They hinted at it, but I thought maybe Charlie knew this. Like, they said that Sabu and Jericho had some history. Do you yeah. remember what that was? Uh, they they fought back at ECW. There's a okay. time where he tried to take out Eric Jericho's eye with the spike. Oh, if you oh. if you ever saw, I mean, if you ever saw Sabu, you know how hardcore he is. He's oh, got yeah. scars all over his body, dude. You know, yeah. he's the son of the or nephew of the Sheik, the original Sheik. Mm-hmm. He's a badass. He won't get hurt. <laughs> he's 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 part. He's uh, he's shoe leather. He's not gonna do. That, he's yeah. not gonna wrestle a whole match. I mean, he'll do. He'll have a well, he'll have a spot he, or two. He's he'll, not. He's not he'll grab, a, he'll grab a chair, a table, or something. But yeah. Yep, or do some fire or something. Yeah, fireball. There you go. Oh, against oh. Jericho, who did the fireball. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that good call. Anyway, yeah. Let's get to the well, picks. I can. <laughs> I can see this match uh, going in Adam Cole's favor because Sabu is involved and um, they probably will have, you know, bring up maybe that spike. But we're probably going to see the chair that Sabu likes to step on and then leap to the top rope and do a moon. So I just hope he still got it. So uh, he's not going to do much, man. (laughs) Hey, he's he's, he's just there. He's special enforcer. He's window dressing. Yeah, he's just there. All right. All right. Well, I'm going, going with Adam Cole. I'm I'm going with Adam yeah, Cole on this one. Same here. All right. Charlie goes Adam Cole as well. Steve. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I think Jericho is gonna win by some sort of bullshit because I don't think they're gonna. This is gonna be a one and done for this feud, and I think it's gonna culminate to something else that eventually we'll get Kyle O'Reilly back unless he's not ready. So um, I think they got to prolong this and Jericho just lost to Roddy strong. 
So I think Jericho's going to pull out some bullshit win here to keep it going. Mm. Good call. I I actually am I'm on Steve's side on this one because you know Jericho very rarely loses on a pay per view very rarely, um, but he did get he did lose on Dynamite in a, to Roddy Strong who's not exactly strong. Now I will say that was that was two weeks ago. It was two True. weeks ago, but I but but what I will say is Roddy Strong isn't just your average entry into any federation like but i do i do love i know that there's going to be some shenanigans with this one and i really feel like there needs to be more to the story um so i'm with steve i think jericho wins by some shenanigans and then we see uh uh, uh the continuation of the feud cool it could happen yeah. That's the beauty of it, as either, either either scenario works. The Jericho, the Jericho pay per views are they're kind of mixed. Like you think he's okay, like he does lose on on pay per views sometimes. sometimes. He lost the, to Orange Cassidy in that Mimosa match. <laughs> I forgot I don't about know. that, but yeah, it's tough. Sometimes he likes the story leading up, and then he puts it over since he's kind of an older dude. But then sometimes it just seems like whenever he feel feels like it, he takes the ball and he's like, "This is mine. I'm going home with it." So, my my only my only th- it, this is way too tailor made for Cole to win for me to, to to fall. I just feel like there's something kind of you know because all of a sudden the entry of Sebu it just is almost like they're saying oh yeah now he's got it you know and I just feel like um, there's just there's more to be had here and um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I, I guess to be honest, this is the beauty of where I think AEW's at, which is. I think we're literally split on this one, and I I feel like a lot of these were could be split on. All right, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Let's go to the next match on the card. It's Ethan Page and the Guns, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn versus the Hardys, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy with Hook. It's a six man tag team match. If the Hardys win, Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. I don't know how great that contract is, but I mean, I'm sure Matt Hardy. We'll be happy with it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's it's just a six man tag team match. There's no titles on the line, so the guns can afford to lose. Uh I and I mean Jeff's back. They're with Hook. Hook boosts that that team, so I'm gonna go with the Hardys with Hook. The Hardy Hookers. I'll just jump right in right now and agree with you on that, especially with Hook involved. He's not going to, you know, they count these wins and losses, even in tag matches. He's not going to get his first loss in this freaking match. So, right. uh, yeah, to me, this is pretty pretty much a lock. Got it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you guys on this one. Like, I, the story is Ethan Page becoming like a – servant or something or whatever they're going to make him into um which is a classic story uh now that you know age as old as time but ethan page and the hardys is the story the you know the ass boys are thrown in i think mainly just because give them something to do yeah to give them something to do and give some credibility to that but but the story is going to be with ethan page and the hardys and the rest are just kind of their window yeah. dressing yeah I mean, Hook's going to get a big pop in Vegas. I'm looking forward to that. I just love that music with the organ, and oh, it's going to be awesome. 
kids got yeah. it. And you know, Ethan Page is really an unsung hero in terms of he's just funny and he's a good heel. This whole new direction where he's sort of the one that has to follow that he's gonna just make that hilarious. Oh, you guys, I tell you what, when I was at House Rules, I did not I I um Charlie, I don't think you I don't think I've had a chance to talk with you about this, but I didn't know Ethan Page really very well, and I'll admit, but when I saw him live, oh my goodness, like unbelievable great heel i mean he just is an amazing worker in that and he knows his role and so um i just I, he, he's a he's really brilliant he really is he he doesn't get enough credit yeah definitely doesn't get the shine very confident paid a lot of dues so yeah hopefully this um you know puts him on the right path the rest of the year all right moving along we're going to go to Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie. It's a singles match for the AEW TBS championship. Now, Jade has had this championship for a long, long time. And I don't, you know, I don't see it changing it to Taya. If she's had it for like two years, it seems like, why is Taya going to be the golden one that's going to take it? And what is Taya going to do with it? So I don't think there's any really question about this. They might get nine minutes at the most. I think Jade keeps it. <laughs> yeah. <Leo. laughs> Charlie agrees. It's 59 and oh, 59. Yeah. Like, come on. They're not going to, they're not going to do, they're not going to not do it, whatever it is. 59 is not 59 and one is not going to be what they're going to do. I just, I can't, I can't see it. Jade's, you know, or Taz great. I mean, she's, good. She she's older, you know, veteran. She's the kind of person you bring in to kind of elevate the, the uh, division, but yeah, no, I think they've done a, as good a job as they can building her up as a credible competitor or a challenger, you know, like this week's match was really good. Um, but no, I don't think there's any doubt. I think, They've had a plan for Jade all along. Maybe it's still Statlander, but it ain't going to be this one. So, yeah, Jade wins. Hopefully it's a good match. Yeah, pretty much whatever character Jade uh, imitates. Like, she was She-Hulk one time, then she was something Ooh. from uh, Thundercats Storm. one time. Yeah, Storm. Thundercats, yeah. That's kind of, like, the most interesting thing that I kind of want to see, just what look she chooses and how they you know, bring her out. So that's what I get up for with Jade. All right, let's go to Anarchy in the Arena match. I love these. I know people are kind of mixed about them, but I find them highly entertaining. They're just pure chaos. They're fun. They're crazy. I love it. But this one involves the Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta versus the elite Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and hangman Adam Page sporting an eye patch too that looks pretty damn cool in my opinion. I kind of like it. Um all right, Anarchy in the Arena, like I said, they're they're freaking nuts. This is kind of like the elite's bread and butter and then they bring in whoever they want to wrestle to be creative with. So I don't know. I'm not really a Blackpool Combat Club guy. I just I, I I I don't know. I've I've never really felt it, but I mean this will be good. But uh, I mean the elite. I'm going with the elite to win this one. They have to. This is their kind of match. It's going to be entertaining, and that's what this is going to be about. And they're pure entertainers. Charlie, 
The elite. Yeah. Elite. The the elite. Have you warmed up to these types of matches, Charlie? I know you were kind of against them, like the stadium uh, stampede ones. Yeah, I mean they're okay. I mean it all depends who's in them. Like I like the young bucks and the elite yeah. and Kenny and those guys. So I mean, yeah. I'll I'll enjoy it. You know, like I we went to New Japan show and I saw. That's why I got a uh, appreciation for Brody King. They had a brawl all over, and he's just a badass oh, yeah. dude. So yeah, yeah, cool, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's going to be a great show. I I love these matches. This is, I mean they get long time, forty minutes. I mean these are all great wrestlers. So this will definitely be a highlight. But uh, Steve, what oh, yeah. are you feeling on this? Yeah, you know, I surprisingly had a hard time with this one just because it's like you know the Blackpool Combat Club. I've been Luke warm on too but they're building them and mm-hmm. no i guess if i you know i have to make a call here that's our job here i'm gonna go with the elite because and i think that's maybe why you got yuda in there he can take the fall um yeah but Should i we, just um... yeah, i think the elite the story's been swelling with the elite and like you know hangman coming back i just don't see they're gonna lose gotcha should we um create a little chop in the water here and put who will pin uh the per- who will get you like to pin? throw those in there yeah so uh it diversifies it a little bit here you think uh you certainly Yuda can do will that get pinned yeah i mean i guess i can pick that off i think Yuda. i think Yuda gets the pin and i will say hangman to the pinning hangman for you okay. that's my pick yep um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say moxley gets pinned just for the fuck of it and uh i'll say kenny pins him and what do you think, Charlie? Um, I, yeah, obviously, Yuda's looking at the lights. And I'll probably go with... Um, it should be either Kenny or Hanger. I'll go with... Uh, Steve picked Hangman. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's going to be Hang. I'm going to go with... Um, I'll go with Kenny. <laughs> this is tough. Kenny? Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. So we kidding. get you you get a point if you choose the right team, you choose the person that gets pinned in the you get a point if you have a person that does the pinning as your choice. So three total, you don't need to get them all right to get them all, but you, you can gather some here. So Gary, you got some uh uh things to weigh here. What are you thinking on this guy? I am going with the black bull combat club because blood and guts is on the horizon and i think that that is a blow-off opportunity for them i think that brian danielson is going to go after the arm of is it nick jackson or is who's the one with the arm problem uh matt Matt. so i think brian danielson is going to get matt in some sort of contraption and is going to contort him and his arm is going to fail him and that's going to be what happens all right so matt not bad is the one that submits and then you got say again danielson doing the infliction yep all righty wow bold bold statement cotton let's see if it pays off for him i'll cheer for you on that i like it though good stuff I, i think it's a I think it's a win-win either way. There's a yeah. there's an amazing feel-good moment that can happen. It's just what I'm struggling with on this is 
and then we've talked, I know I've heard you all talk about it and I know I've talked about with you individually, but Matt, Nick, Hangman and, and Kenny never have to win because they're that over, right? They, they can, they can, they can always be in a, in a, in a chasing seat in some ways because they're just so over nothing's good. They're like Teflon. Nothing's going to affect their credibility. And what I think is the BCC. Now the only other, only other thing to this would be is if there's a double swerve with um, Don Callis and he does something that swerves the swerve yep. that he gave before, which is very possible pick. and yep. not, makes, not yep. out of the question, but I'm not going against my pick, but if it makes if, your pick good. It's a possibility that there's an, another swerve happening. That would truly That's, be anarchy in the arena. Yep. It would. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait I to see it. it. That's what can't I love about wrestling. Word. And you know what? Shit. I'm going to be at a wedding, so I won't be able to see this. So I'll have to find a way to watch this later. Anyway. You can just get, yeah, watch it. I mean, if you get Bleacher Report, you can watch it when, like, after it airs. You can watch it whenever you want. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to want to watch it because I got to see these two lovely ladies go at it. It's the current champion, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. And it's for the AEW Women's World Championship. Man. So I don't even really know what's going on um, with this whole thing. Um, like I said, I've been just obsessed with hockey for the past two months. But all I know is Hater has had it for a while. I know Tony Storm is with like Ruby Soho, Soho and Soraya, so it would be kind of cool to have that belt in a stable. So I'm just gonna go out on a limb here, not knowing too much of what's going on, and I'm gonna just say Tony's gonna win this match. Hmm. Not think about it too much. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Hater. I think, uh, I don't know, this match feels a little thrown together. I mean, it's not because the factions have been feuding forever, but the match itself was just kind of thrown, you know, like they put Tony on this like little mini winning spree to justify it. And I just, I don't know. Uh, unless there's something we don't know with Hater, like, you know, like she's really injured. So I just don't, I don't know. I think it's the wrong time to take it off of her. So I wouldn't okay. be shocked if you're right. Because they might just want to mix things up, but uh, and give some juice to the outcasts. But I'm gonna go yeah. hater. I actually think yours is a good pick. Okay, Charlie. Uh, I'm gonna go Tony Storm as well. Oh, really? Do you know something I don't? Maybe. <laughs> like that's a tr- Charlie, hey, I'm, I'm not, gonna, I'm not, not going to tell us for. I'm not yeah. giving information up anymore. You guys have to find it on your own. Uh, I think you might talk to Tony. Well, Charlie, I was going to go, you can give up your information because I'm going with you anyways on this one as well, because I just, now correct me if I'm wrong. Was Tony ever the actual yes. champion? They did switch did, it. Did they technically, switch it? Te- yeah. Technically, technically, but it was sort of, you know, she still kind of felt a little bit like um, slighted by it. Yeah. I mean, this is another one where I think, I mean, it could go either way in some ways, but I just think that I I just feel like they're they've got to have some sort of title change. I don't think not to give away my other picks, but I just don't see it happening in other places. And yeah. so I think this is where that this is like switch. Yeah, yeah, she's hurt. She's hurt, but I don't know how bad she's hurt. That's the that's the word on the street. Is she's hurt? The rumor. 
Yep. Um, and, my, they worked, my... and then they worked at Angle. Oh, no. They worked at Angle Wednesday night that she was hurt even worse. Hey, uh, Mike, I just have a question. Sure. Yes, sir. Um, that was not part. No, kickouts were not part of this one. We did not get any kickouts. Yeah, I didn't describe it, but I think I know where Steve's going with this. I'm going to kick out and put Tony Storm on them. Weak. <laughs> This is, how I, this is how I'm going to be a four Charlie, time. how did this you is, put up with this all this time? This is exactly. how I'm going to do it four times in a row. <laughs> well, yeah, for the fans out there, we have this thing where you can kick out of your pick by the end of the episode. Uh, you get one and one only. And, um, yeah, we each get one. And you don't – you kind of want to use it because you don't get any extra points for keeping it. So like, you know, if you fucked up, just go ahead and switch it. No big deal. But, I don't know. Um, Char- I don't know, Charlie. Do you really feel like you're going to have to kick out? No, I'm, I'm going to, it's a 50, 50, but I think I'm going to, I this mean, just, my, no, in general, my wild card. In, no. in, in general, Charlie, you're enough. not going to have to kick That's out. I'm probably theory. not no. going to have to kick out. No, I mean, there are some people here who clearly had to kick out. Yeah, you mean the three-time champion in a row <laughs> who changes picks all the time after exactly Charlie? You got it right there, <laughs> Charlie, right sure. there, buddy. It's not all the time when you only get one. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of wild cards, there's a blackjack <laughs> battle royale. Oh God, on this card too. It's a 21-man battle royal for the AEW International Championship. So I don't know all the participants in this. Uh, I mean, there's going to be some mid-carters and yada, yada, yada. But I think the front runners for this, I mean, we know Orange Cassidy is going to be in there. We know uh, Jay White and Ricky Starks are in this. And that's kind of like the big story. Before we started recording, I had to say, like, well, I I know they've been feuding. Why don't they have a match? But apparently they're in this. So I think they're going to be the headliners in this chaos that – uh JR hates so much these battle royales. He's going to have an aneurysm probably watching this motherfucker. But, um, okay. Um, I think uh, Jay... Uh, yeah, Jay White. I think uh, Jay White's going to win this, and he's going to be the new international champion. I always thought he was British. He's from New Zealand? Correct. I always thought he was British. I learned something new uh, the other night. So, okay, international champion... New Zealander, let's go. What are we thinking? I'm going with OC, Orange Cassidy. Yeah? Yep. Going to retain? Yep. He's had it for a long time, Charlie. Yep. I like what Charlie's saying here. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to stick to my guns like something I've been saying. I don't know if I've said it on the show, but I've certainly said it in our, you know, conversations watching dynamite but i i feel like what they have been setting up orange cassidy to do is ride this streak into collision and he's going to lose to probably miro maybe andrade but he's going to lose to one of those he's going to lose soon to yeah kick off the show so yep, that being said i'm soon. with charlie i think orange weasels his way through this one more time and then that first episode of collision he's going to lose the title and then that title is going to kind of you know that'll be oh, like go to that show for the new show and I think it'll, if I had to guess, I think it's going to be Miro, but Andrade would work too. Yeah, I, I'm actually right on with you. I, and I will say, Mike, that my heart is with Jay White. Like it really was. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, I would, if there I would is put it on anyone him. that's in this battle royal that I wish would win, it would be him. He yep. he is the most deserving. The problem is the storyline with Ricky Starks and that all that bullshit. It's gonna cause him not to yeah, win it. Yeah, I I can't stand Orange Cassidy. I'm so sorry. Like I I I got his shtick for a while, but now it's just like okay, seriously. I mean, the guy took three or four tombstones. The Undertaker has got to be rolling in his own proverbial grave thinking my finishing move three times did not put orange cassidy out in the last match it's like come on dude but (laughs) but i digress but i'm with you guys i think this is set up for him to this is a perfect way for him to kind of slink around and do his little shtick and then hide under the ring and watch all kinds of other stuff happen. And then he'll just kind of like emerge as a winner. And then, yeah, it's set up for something else. So, but it, I, if he loses, I will be so happy. And I, and Mike, I'm with you. It would, I hope it's Jay white. All right. Well, I got nothing against orange. I, I like the guy, quite frankly, I, I never kind of run out of, uh, appreciation for the dude but you know i just want to switch it up create a little chop like i said i haven't really been watching a lot of wrestling or i haven't watched a lot in my whole entire life so i might not know anything what i'm talking <laughs> about here all right so this next match i am very excited for it is michael wardlow with arn mm. anderson versus christian cage with luchasaurus in a ladder match for the aew tnt championship Now, we all know what Christian Cage has been doing since he's gotten to AEW and turned heel on Jungle Boy. He's paired now with Luchasaurus that looks like a bona fide killer. Looks like uh, he's been, you know, taking stuff out of the House of Dragon wardrobe on HBO. Now, (laughs) Max. And, uh, I mean, you know, the war dog has been my dog since day one. But what I love to see the TNT championship actually have a little bit of meaning on it on a guy that is such a strong mouthpiece as Christian cage. And this guy has had some pretty damn good ladder matches. He knows what he's doing when it comes to this. I love you, Mike, but I'm going with Christian cage on this. This is the first time that I'm going against them. It will bite me in the ass. I know it will, but you know what? I'm having a, a God moment. I'm turning into a Christian. Wow. Nicely played. So Steve, Charlie, you want me to go? I'm following Christian cage. Oh, I must be doing something right. (laughs) Any, uh, did I say anything? Uh, you agreed with Charlie or I know you're not really divulging why you're saying it, even though we are a podcast where we're, we're kind of journalists here. (laughs) Yeah, journalists. Uh, it's probably time to move it. I just don't see, you know, I see Christian winning, but is it, I think, isn't the belt hanging, I think, or not? It's or a ladder, it's, man. It's, it's, a, it's a ladder. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be hanging on a ladder. I see Luchasaurus getting it nice. for him. Chris, Christian not doing much, but he gets it weaselly. And it's weird, too, because they just paired Wardlow with Arn, and it's like, oh, he's this is going to strengthen him. So maybe people are like, there's no way Wardlow loses this because now he's with Arn. But then it's like, nope. Christian and who's going to do more? And who's going to do more for that title, Wardlow or Cage? 
And I think, and I think if the, I mean, I don't know what the crowd, the crowd was kind of WWE ish Wednesday night, but I have a feeling that if it's a, um, uh, a normal AEW crowd, they're going to be there. They'll be pissed if, uh, yeah. Wardlow wins, I think. <laughs> I think they oh. turn on Wardlow. Oh, shit. We don't want that so, happening. I have that feeling. Man. Yeah. You might, well, get, like, the smart, you might get the smart crowd. Yeah, that TNT championship just is has been uninteresting for a very, very, very long time. And it's been hot-shotted around more times than we can count. And honestly, Christian's the shit. Like, give him... Give him oh, a yeah. Break. he's Yeah, he's been killing it. Right. He needs about... All right, Steve. This is what pisses me off. It's like um, conventional wisdom would tell me Wardlow all the way because he just won it, but they've just like, they flipped it so like, much. They flipped it, especially with Wardlow. Like this is his third mm-hmm. time he lost it. Like the first defense, like the second time. Like he, he have, I don't know was, what the hell they're doing with Wardlow. He I wasn't mean, even you know, on TV last night. Yeah, and it should be gold that like he's with Arn, and that's not even working. I don't know. I. I'm, you know, I I'm closer to you, Mike, than Charlie, and I wanted to believe in the Ward Dog, but the booking has been garbage forever. So mm-hmm. everything in me tells me he's gonna win. So I guess maybe that's what I should do. But it's like, my God, would Christian be ten times better? And then like the visual Charlie just painted of freaking Luchasaurus going up to grab it. I mean, that's perfect. That's what Luchasaurus. Yeah. How do they negate? How do they neutralize Luchasaurus? Unless yeah, there were some rumors a while back that Arn's going to try another hand at like a four horsemen kind of group. So maybe oh, somebody geez. helps Wardlow. But Arn's going to fall off the ring. He's oh, gonna my be God. Like he, paralyzed. He even, yeah. He can't even walk down the apron or down the uh, ramp. I don't freaking yeah. know. So uh, I'm going to bow to the masses here and pick Christian because I just want it to happen. All yeah. right. Cool. Gary. Uh, very compelling, all of you. And honestly, uh, my heart would love to see Christian Cage win. I just, what I'm, I feel like if I don't pick Wardlow in this case, I'm admitting that, they're just going to bury the dude. And I can't believe they're going to bury the dude. Like, and that's my problem is how do you do that to him again? Like, he, how does he recover from, how that? would he recover again? Like he is over, but I mean, Jesus, like if they, he has not really defended the title, even <laughs> like, it's an, I mean, so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, if they take it from him, they're literally saying to the dude, like, sorry, yeah. buddy, you're you're in you're going to ROH. <laughs> like you're mm-hmm. you're off. I just can't. I I just can't. I don't want that for him. So I'm gonna pick him to win. But you the argument that you guys have is is um is quite is very compelling and I could totally right. see it happening. Well maybe they're I mean that's what I mean that's what they, you want that belt to do is for an emerging wrestler. It should be like the intercontinental title, like the next in line person. But I think they fumbled this title for so long. Maybe they're using it as like, okay, Christian is probably the smartest thing where we can have like a clean slate and then create a story. Like someone who actually knows how to create a story mm-hmm. with this belt. Cause I mean, it was on Sammy Guevara. It was on Scorpio sky. I mean, uh, Cody had it like a million times, I think Darby, but you know, those guys, they did, they, they didn't, they couldn't do anything. 
Christian can pretty much, I don't know, tell a story out of thin air like with anything he could he could tell a story about a milk carton and make people hate his guts like (laughs) yeah right exactly that's what i was trying to get yeah so yeah i think maybe they're using this as like the the way to start this title on a different foot and make it mean something so but i'm cheering for you war dog i guess the other way to look at this is if you're thinking about it like a teeter-totter like who's gonna like Christian Cage also does not need to win to be over. He's over like Rover. The question is, who's more important to them right now, Luchasaurus or Wardlow? That's probably the key question. Is who are they? Who do they see as wanting to? And I think a lot of that has to do with whether or not Jungle Boy ever reemerges in in this and kind of like rekindles his relationship with Luchasaurus. Right. Yeah. Well. It's going to be a, I, I love Compelling. a, I love a ladder match. And I mean, I want to see Wardlow in a ladder match too. do a little damage. It's, I mean, these are some, there's some beef in that ring for this mm. and uh, we'll see how it shakes out. And I uh, just, I just want to say a prayer for Arne Anderson right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, God, please don't fuck God, me. please do not get on in that ring or on that ladder. I was just about to say there's some beef outside of the ring too, and it could be laying <laughs> under the apron. So we'll see. There's little uh, Asics uh, feet kicking out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. It's FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with Karen Jarrett coming in, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. It's a tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, and Mark Briscoe will serve as the special guest referee. So this has been a crazy... uh, you know, a little build up here. Um, I mean, I love a Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, uh, whenever they make an appearance, especially when they're bringing in uh, Karen Jarrett, too. She killed it during Flair's last match. She'll mm-hmm. probably do something big there. And I mean, I love seeing Mark Briscoe in the mix. But I mean, can you take the titles off of FTR? I don't think so. So I know this will be a very entertaining match, but I think the outcome is pretty clear. I would go FTR on this. Yeah, I agree. FTR. Yeah. Yep. You know, to me, yep. this is one of those classic things where it's like where you can tell fun, great stories, even if the outcome's not in question. I've loved I, I love this. Like last night with Briscoe and all that was great. <laughs> that was great. I don't think there's any chance in hell the, that FTR lo- uh, loses, but I'm still damn looking forward to this match because I think it's just going to be a train wreck in all the best ways possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. Like, uh, this is. I can't wait for the the train wreck. It's going to be hilarious. I hope there's a million guitar shots. I hope there's yeah. all kinds of stuff going on. I just don't. There's no chance FTR doesn't come out of this winning, which pains me. As we all know, both Steve and I are very big fans of. Uh, but I think the story actually is lethal. Lethal and Briscoe is going to be the story. Um, yeah. And I think coming out of this, um. And I see you nodding, Charlie. So I think you you might be on the same wavelength I'm on. The Briscoe lethal connection might be something I see is coming out of this that could potentially have an amazing feud with FTR. Uh, maybe, but I I see um, I see lethal coming out, but him, them going face. Who's mm. face? Lethal, 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 lethal turning face. Briscoe. Yeah, because yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. 
I see him finding himself because he's been a heel long enough. Yeah, but I but he I see do them, I do see them teaming, but yeah. I mean, I I think that if and because the Briscoes and FTR had amazing matches, so I yeah. I just wonder to some extent if they're not if the if the long term isn't for that kind of thing to happen where there's like some genuine like and then you know maybe Jeff Jarrett then sneaks his guitar in or something but you know Jarrett's another one he he doesn't that guy doesn't need to win he doesn't care like he's, yeah. he's old school enough that he's not going to put himself into title you know man no. like winning the title he's he not need to although i will tell you at the house rules he wrestled um pillman jr oh my god you guys it was classic uh a classic uh, southern wrestling. yeah a classic house show southern wrestling match to the t to the very end with the with the uh with the old nut shot and everything it was just great oh, <laughs> it was the best it was just like, it was awesome so i bet it was yeah i've come to appreciate Jarrett with age so it's this is gonna be good shit, definitely. He's, for sure. he's a he's a fine wine. We got one more match to do here, and it's the main event. It is the four way match for the AEW World Championship. It's the Pillars match. MJF, current champion, versus Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Big build up to this, guys. Um, I mean, months and months. It feels like uh, there was a tournament involved. I mean, these are all supposed to be the chosen ones. I don't think, I think I'm just going to do a process of elimination here. Sammy's not going to win it. I don't <sighs> think Jungle Boy what? Jack Perry is ready for it. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Darby can, is going to win it either. So I, I'm just going to stick with MJF. Pussy, pussy stuff here from me. Oh, dude, this is the most obvious match on the card. <laughs> and you're saying MGF2, Charlie? No. No, he's, he's Sammy. Sammy Guevara. No, yeah. I'm not saying, no, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying Sammy. Dude. Kick out, kick out, kick out. Kick Can out. you imagine, like, sarcasm? AEW because they put him as like a, all over that freaking all access. Can you imagine if they had him win the title? That crowd would oh, go on. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I may never watch again. I, I mean, I'd be damn close to being like that would be pissed. such a bad move. So, yeah. Mike, who gets pinned? Uh, yeah, that's what that was going to be my stipulation. Let's I think, uh, I think it's got to be Sammy, right? Because MJF and Sammy have like this little friendship thing going on, and um, MJF being the heel that he is, like switches it, but then maybe Sammy. Looks like he foresees that, and then it makes the crowd think that, oh, Sammy could actually do this. Holy fuck! But then something else happens, and MJF takes it. So, um, yeah, I'll say Sammy gets pinned by MJF. Charlie, since you picked MJF, who are you picking him to pin? Uh, says how Jungle Boy eats the pen. Jungle Boy turns heel. Whoa! Nice. It's time. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's going heel for a while. Let's go. Wow. I'm here for it. Nice. Well, I'm gonna pick MJF as well. I don't think I don't think there's any question. I just can't see. I agree. You said it well. Like 
it sure as hell ain't going to be Sammy. Um, Darby, maybe one day, but he doesn't really need it. And Jungle Boy just isn't there yet. So, yeah, I mean, whether he turns heel, which I think is an amazing idea, he's it's too early to put the belt on him. And MGF's just kind of building up momentum here. Yeah, it's mm. it's MGF. Now, I don't... I, I'll just take the easy way out and pick Sammy as the pinfall. I don't think that's the easy way out. I think there's a story there. I think that there's, you know, there's all this laying down for me and, you know, yeah. kind of angle that they're, they can play on it. So uh, I'm with... Uh, I'm MJF pinning Sammy. Um, I love the thought of Jungle Boy turning. I just feel like the long term is is that is it would be worse for Jungle Boy or Darby to take the pin in this situation. Uh, um, I just I feel like Sammy's already a punching bag to, of sorts and can take the pin very easily and it be what it's going to be. But yeah. I just. Yeah, here's how it's gonna go down, guys. Okay. You can't have you can't have three faces and going three faces going against a heel. So at some point in the match, Sammy's gonna turn heel. I don't know what mm-hmm. how it happens, but he's gonna turn heel. So then you have a two on two thing because mm-hmm. you know three on ones makes it impossible. You know, literally impossible. And I think Sammy fakes the face thing turns heel at some point something happens which makes him turn turn heel again yeah in my opinion that's how it's gonna go down it, it what you're describing is so true like it almost feels like to some degree this switch it's a story and yeah it's part of the story I mean, he switches storytelling within the match yeah, yeah. he switches back but then mjf is the classic snake in the ground yeah he's gonna he'll, to, he'll sneak I, a pen somehow but i think I jungle just, boys that's why i said jungle boy and jungle boy gets pissed Mm. And he decides, fuck it, um, you know, being this nice guy hasn't worked. If you remember correctly, he took the ass whooping last week uh, against um, Roosh, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so, and other guys had easy matches, and he had to get a beat down from Roosh, and mm. maybe, you know, MJF's been in his ear, and I think maybe it's time that he's he's going to explore the dark side for a bit. Mm. Yeah. I honestly think it. And it's time. The dude came out on Luchasaurus's shoulders for three years, and he's been a babyface for longer. Like, let's see. It's time. So does he go back? So does he go with Christian and Luchasaurus again? I don't know which way. I don't know which way they go with him. Oh, yeah, God, that to me would be a tough pill to swallow. I wouldn't want to be a face right now because no one's taking that belt off MJF until next year. So mm-hmm. he might as well be a heel. He wants to be the good guy baby face right now because it's going to get you nothing but eating pens against MJF. I would lo- I, I could say one thing I would I would absolutely mark out if he came out to uh, in the devil outfit again like that was one of the best moments was when MJF came out. Well he's in uh, Sin City. It was. Yes. With the Rolling Stones song oh my god that was. It was great. Oh. Such a visual. That was one of the best visuals that's kind of like that was so cool well boys we do have one more thing to decide on real quick before we get to step in it is uh we need to pick what we think will be the opening match to start uh double or nothing for an extra point big responsibility 
And there's a lot of them on the card here that could go, but I'm actually going to pick uh, Christian and Wardlow to start the match. Hmm. Or start the show. Sure. Excuse me. I'm going to go the Battle Royal for this reason. They have started every damn uh, Dynamite lately with Orange. And I think mm. you want to get the crowd, like, regardless of how we feel about Orange, he's over like Rover. He's one of the most over guys they got. So I think him winning would be a great kickoff to get the crowd all fired up. So I'm going to go the Battle Royal. Okay. Let's Makes get the sense. damn thing over with. Yeah, I'm going the same way too. Charlie, you're going with the Battle Royal? Yeah. Okay. It'll probably end up being Jericho again, but <laughs> I think it'll be the Battle yeah. Royal. Hey, that's a good call. Shit. I don't know if I want to use my... No, um, no, I'm sticking with it. Anyway, well, it might be, you know, because you always want to start to show hot. So it could yeah. be. So this is this is not a casino battle. Like, this is their traditional battle royal, correct? This is for the, the championship. Know, but format you know, thing for, I don't know. Blackjack. I, it says black. I think it's o- over over the over the top rope. I don't know. Oh, if blackjack. So it's just a twenty-one person battle royal. Okay. Yep. Because yeah. for me, for me, that's the reason why I would pick it first. Because you're not going to have all those entrances, and they're not going to waste people's yep. time. So, yep, that's true. That's you know, call. if it was that's the other true. one where you do that, where they do like people the come four, in. and then yeah. they bring another four or yep. whatever. Yep, you're Isn't right. Not the casino battle royal or something. Yeah, like? yes, that's the casino. Yeah. Yep. So I just have a hard time thinking, why would you waste airtime on that unless they need to, but they really shouldn't need to. But all right. Yeah, that all makes perfect sense too. For sure. Cool, guys. Well, that about does it for our prediction show. I can't wait to check out and see what the results will be. We know it's gonna be a hell of a show. They never disappoint. Yeah. Hopefully this Sunday. And have a great Memorial Day, whatever you Mike, all find Mike, yourself doing. Hold on. The mailbag just, you have mail. I think one of our amazing listeners just sent in this amazing superstar Billy Graham pro, promo. I hope that will, do, do we have it in our heart to put it at the end of our episode today? Oh, I actually was going to do that, Gary, before you jumped in. But, you know, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You'll you'll are on the same page. You'll know you'll get the you'll know how the wheels all, all turn on here eventually. But no, actually, <laughs> oh. is that a shoot or a work? Both. <laughs> I just bladed. I'm blading. Yeah. Oh no, biggie. Splayed everywhere. <laughs> no, I uh, I wanted to wish you all a happy Memorial Day. Uh, but I do think it is only appropriate that we close the show with a iconic promo from superstar Billy Graham. And wherever you are, superstar, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H. Woo! And here he is, the legend, the colorful superstar Billy Graham. I said superstar Billy Graham is on the airwaves. The superstar is on the superstation. I'm on the cable system. I'm on the satellite system. I'm on the laser beam system. I'm on the microwave system. Superstar being beamed all around the world. I'm the man with the biggest arm. I'm the man who does the most harm. Now, most people take their Chevrolet or their LTD into the shop. They get their front end of line and their wheels balanced. The superstar's arms are so big, the pythons, I got to take my arms in and get my arms balanced, you understand? Speed balance. 
Now let me lay something on. Major boy, Slicky Ricky Flair. Sooner or later, Slick Rick is going to have to deal with superstar Billy Graham. And the question is, that's it. The question is, how you going to deal with the man of steel? What you going to do with you know who? And how you going to act when you get superstar attacked? Now you see, now you see, the world championship belt, I need that belt, baby. It's a heavy belt. It's got gold on it. It's got silver on it. It's got platinum. It's got calcium, magnesium, and zinc. It's got uranium and titanium. It's got cobalt and asphalt. Superstar Billy, your fault, his fault, St. Andreas' fault. Superstar Billy Graham got to have the world championship belt. The 24 inch pythons of the superstar will prevail. And there he is, friends, the legend, superstar Billy Graham, joining us here today on World Championship Wrestling. For David Crockett, I'm Tony Schiavone. We'll see you next week.